This is the Affirm America podcast, where we stand up and speak out affirming American excellence. Coming to you deep in the heart of the Midwest, located in an undisclosed log cabin on the outskirts of town, your host, Marquis Vandemark. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Affirm America podcast on this Tuesday morning, October the 4th, 2022, 35 days to the midterms. We got a beautiful day again in the Midwest. A little bit cool, but we got some blue skies coming out today. We're very thankful. Thanks for joining us on the Affirm America podcast. I'm your host, Marquise Vandemark. If you haven't subscribed yet, run over to AffirmAmerica.com. These are your top five headlines for this Tuesday morning. Let's start off with headline number five. Star of Rom-Com Bros blames homophobes for movies disappointing box office debut. From the Daily Mail, you may be surprised to learn that if you chose to go to the movies this weekend and saw the horror film Smile instead of the romantic comedy Bros, you're a very bad person. In fact, you're a bigot. You hate gay people. At least that's according to Billy Eschner, the writer, producer, and star of Bros, which tells the story of two gay men who fall in love. From Fox News. Eschner was mocked on Twitter for complaining that straight people didn't go to see his film while also warning homophobes to skip it. The comedian stars in the Judd Apatow-produced LGBTQ romantic comedy Bros, which tanked at the box office. The movie cost $22 million to make, but only earned $4.8 million in its opening weekend. Ernest Owens, as a black queer man, I can personally tell you why I didn't go to see it in the box office, because Billy Eichner is obnoxious and corny as hell. So this is what you get with these really radical gays, that uh, if you don't believe in what they believe in, their perversions, then you're a homophobe, that you're somehow a hateful person because you didn't go to see their gay movie. So this is where we are in America today, folks, and these absurdities are just another example of how far that we've strayed from the principles of godliness, of the family values that this nation was founded on, a man and a woman. They're in your face. They want to accuse you, make you feel guilty if you don't go see their movies, just so they can justify their perverted ways. And that's the reality of this movie called Bros. So don't let them intimidate you. Speak out. Speak the truth. Let your thoughts be known. And if they call you a homophobe, Uh, Just laugh in their face. All right, headline number four. Putin's nuclear train advances toward Ukraine, increasing fears of escalation in war. From the Times, President Putin is set to demonstrate his willingness to use weapons of mass destruction with a nuclear test on Ukraine's borders. The Kremlin has been signaling its readiness for a significant escalation as Russia loses ground on the battlefield. Fears over Putin's earlier hints that he might resort to such tactics heightened yesterday with claims that a train operated by the secretive nuclear division was destined for Ukraine. Konrad Mozuska, a Poland-based 
defense analysts said the train spotted in central Russia was linked to the 12th main dictatorate of the Russian Ministry of Defense and that it was responsible for nuclear munitions, their storage, maintenance, transport, and issuance to units. From the Daily Mail, Mushka claimed the deployment of such units could signal a coming escalation in the conflict from the warmongering Russian president or constitute a precursor to large-scale nuclear drills. It comes as NATO warned member states that Russia's state-of-the-art Belarod nuclear submarine has left its White Sea base, while key Putin ally Ramzan Kadrovsky said Russia's military should use low-yield nuclear weapons to turn the tide of the war in Ukraine. So uh, Putin is getting desperate now. This is why he's resorting to nuclear weapon threats. He's losing the battle. His forces don't have the will to fight. He's insane. He's gone off the rails. He's trying to leave a legacy behind him as some great leader to restore the great Russia empire. And he is just nuts. He's willing to uh, use tactical nuclear weapons against the Ukrainians. And the world community won't stand for it. And he's got to be aware that the repercussions could be devastating for him and his countrymen. And he better stand down and realize that uh, he made a mistake to start this war. And he needs to retract all of his statements and stand down, back off, and let Ukraine decide how they want to lead themselves as a people. All right, headline number three. Vermont High School bans female volleyball players from locker room due to trends dispute. From the Daily Mail, members of a Vermont girls' high school volleyball team have been banned from using their own locker room and now have to change in a single bathroom stall after they complained about a transgender teammate. Some teammates alleged that the transgender player at Randolph Union High School made an inappropriate remark to some of them while they were changing in the locker room. The New York Post, some team members want the transgender player relocated, but Vermont's state law means that students can play sports and use the locker, which corresponds to the gender with which they identify. Brandon Tatum. It's okay to be inclusive with people, but you can't be so inclusive that you thwart other people's rights. Young women who are playing volleyball, they have the right to be safe and feel secure in a woman's locker room. Molly Hemingway, Randolph High School in Vermont allegedly investigating brave girls on volleyball team for being upset at being asked to change in front of male. Again, this is just crazy insane stuff here that uh, these transgender individuals, these males that think they're women have the right to change their clothes in front of other women is just absurd. I mean, who would have thought that this kind of thing we would see in 2022? And the fact that the state, the laws in the state allow for this absurdity just tells us that We need to be more active in our voting, folks. We need to get out there. You need to know who's making these laws. You need to push back on them. You need to vote them out of office. If you don't like the way the laws are set, then you need to be proactive. That's that's the bottom line here. If you can't stand the, the way things are in motion set up by your state legislatures, then get out there and and run for office or put somebody in there that can challenge them and have them removed. I mean, that's the way our democracy works. All right, headline number two. 
Home prices see the largest decline since 2009. From Bloomberg, median home prices fell 0.98% in August from a month earlier following a 1.05% drop in July, mortgage data provider Black Knights Incorporated said in a report Monday. The two periods marked the largest monthly decline since January of 2009. The housing market is losing steam fast with skyrocketing mortgage rates driving affordability to the lowest level since the 1980s. The Federal Reserve has sought to curb inflation, which has thrown cold water on the U.S. real estate boom. From Fox News, in addition to the large rate hike, Fed officials laid out an aggressive path of rate increases for the remainder of the year. New economic projections released after the two-day meeting show policymakers expect interest rates to hit 4.4% by the end of the year, suggesting that another three-quarter percentage point increase is on the table. Okay, so this is the Biden economy. This is what you get with the Biden administration. This is what you get with Democrats that don't know how to run countries. They have no economic common sense. They spent too much money. They printed too much money. It's been an ongoing process for many decades, and now we are paying the price. So we will see continued interest rate hikes. We'll see uh, slowing down of spending from the citizens, from the middle class especially. Inflationary pressure is hitting us in all levels, grocery prices, gas prices. And the only way that the government can try to control inflation is by raising rates, and that's exactly what they're doing. And we don't know how far they're going to go, but that's going to slow down the building industry. It's going to slow down the new home buyers, and that has a ripple effect up and down the line because that industry creates jobs in many different sectors. As a result, we're going to see a recession and possibly stagnation, which is a combination of inflation and recession. So it's not going to be a soft landing, folks, and you better get out there and vote in 35 days in the midterms and vote these rascals out before they completely destroy our country. All right, headline number one. The RNC files complaint alleging Google sends GOP-related emails to spam folder. From the Daily Wire, the Republican National Committee has filed a complaint with the Federal Election Committee alleging that Google is suppressing the GOP vote in November by sending millions of RNC election emails to recipients' spam folders. According to RNC officials, over 22 million emails sent in the last three days of September from the RNC were spammed by Google. Over 3.1 million on September 28th, over 9.8 million on September 29, and over 9.97 million on September 30. Evidence was offered by the RNC that party emails go from strong inbox delivery, 90 to 100 percent, down to zero percent by the time the month is ending. Fox News. Meanwhile, Republicans have pointed to a nonpartisan study by researchers at North Carolina State University, which found that Gmail allows the vast majority of emails from the Democratic Party to land in the user's inbox, while more than two-thirds of messages from conservative candidates are marked as spam. Gmail retained the majority of left-wing candidate emails inbox, plus 10.12% marked as spam, while sent the majority of right-wing candidate emails to the spam folder up to 77.2% marked as spam, the study found. 
John Lott Jr., RNC says Google suppressed more than 22 million GOTV fundraising emails in September, exploring legal options. If you have Gmail, Republicans get out the vote efforts go to spam folder. So this is a big problem with big tech. Big tech is now putting their thumb on the scale. They have been. This is why big tech tech needs to be censored. They need to be. Uh, they need to change the the rules, the laws on this because there's no free speech on big tech. That they decide who they want to send information to. They can depress information, and this uh, can be a very big problem all across the board. That's why the midterms are so important that we can get in and have committee hearings and change some rules, some laws, break up the monopolies, make sure that these companies are held responsible when they put their thumb on the scale, especially when it comes to the voting issues that are so important to our open and free society, that they're not biased, that they're not using their tech skills to suppress and depress. So again, big tech, big problem. Get out and vote 35 days from now, midterms, just around the corner. You know what you need to do. All right, those are your top five headlines for this Tuesday, October the 4th, 2022. Thanks for joining us this morning on the Firm America podcast. I'm your host, Marquise Vandemark. Have a great rest of your day, and we'll see you tomorrow. God bless everybody. This is the Affirm America podcast with your host, Marquis Vandemark. And let's never forget, America is great and we affirm it.